you're listening to Voices of Value, a selection of valuable insights designed to help you get more out of your professional and personal life through simple and easy-to-adopt life lessons. If you're keen to enjoy a better quality of life at work and at home, sit back and join the conversation with your hosts, Peter Kakos and Rick Rushton. And welcome to another episode of Voices of Value. This is Peter Kakos with my very good friend, Rick Rushton. Rick, welcome. Thanks, Pete. Been a big month, hasn't it? We've interviewed some amazing people and it's time to, at this time of the year anyway, end of the financial year, great time to have a, a reflection on what the first half of the year's looked like, some of the learnings. How can we take everything we've learned in the previous six months and whack it into our final push to the end of 2019? Yes, and as, uh, as Shanna said, this is a great time of the year. It's the winter in the Southern Hemisphere, so it's a good time. Most people sort of just um, batten down the hatches and sort of go into hibernation, but it's a really good time to well and truly reflect. And um, we've been getting some incredible feedback, we haven't have, we, from, yeah, uh, from listeners on the significant shifts that they're making in their lives and this is a great time to just sort of um, reflect and have a look at the what some of the learnings were you know what are the things that the the go rights the yep. go wrongs yep. and and particularly the learnings that you've um, you've uncovered in this first six month um, period of the year yeah and I think it's also looking at through a new prism a new fresh set of glasses I mean lots happened in Australia in terms of we've had an election it's been run and won we've got sort of an economic understanding about what uh, interest rates are going to do in the real estate marketplace we've got a very sound understanding about what's happening across the economics with tax cuts and things of that nature so I think the landscape we've got is pretty clear the only question we've got to ask is are you clear as a listener as to what the balance of the year looks like feels like sounds like and will be for you Absolutely. So first tip would be to to find somewhere that inspires you and create that environment that is going to really inspire those ideas yep. to induce out of you just just what it is and what what's your purpose, what are you looking for in life. And today that's what really wanted to talk to you about, Rick, and um and how you would coach this in with people. Yep. It's interesting. The first thing I'll say is is my wife thinks I'm I'm pretty amazing <laughs> on the technology front yep. at home and um Pretty much, I've got to tell you that, that something doesn't work. All I do is I, I unplug it or, or reset it, whatever it may be, the, the TV, the the internet, the, the whole system and so forth. And that's a great metaphor for life and us, we as humans as well. And Anne Lamott, I think it was, yeah, Anne Lamott who had the quote, you know, almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. And it's interesting that, isn't it? It's I think now is a great time, um, holiday time and so forth, that, it's a great time to unplug, yep. isn't it? Yeah, it is. Reset. And, yep. And I think you're right. You've got to get away from the distractions, get to a quiet space, somewhere that inspires you. I go to a place called Trig Point Lookout. I think I've shared this with you in the past, Pete, either privately or maybe in one of the previous episodes. It's hard now. We're nearly up to 40-odd episodes. So, yeah, it's over 40 weeks of uh, sharing content. But, you know, it's a great spot near where I live. It looks out at both bays. You can see, you know, Western Port and Port Phillip Bay. And, uh, you know, you can really just get back in connected with yourself. And since the learnings from from Shanna on our, our previous interviews, Pete, I've really taken the opportunity to get back in touch with just breathing and just really, you know, getting quiet and getting mm. rid of the distractions because creativity comes from the gaps in your thinking and it's really hard to get creative when you're on calls, off calls, on emails, off emails, in the flow of business and answering calls and demands and sort of trying to be the very best you can be. You need to take a break, as you say, unplug, mm. reset, 
reconnect, reboot, and the funny thing does happen, everything the system gets back into it again, and away it goes. But what we're hoping is you don't just um, you know replug in and have regular programming resume. We want you to take a progressive step forward in all areas of your life. So it's an upgrade of the operating system. Yeah? There you go. Yeah. So from your focus and and all the things that you know from hopefully you've been picking up a great deal, and and certainly that's been the feedback from from some of our incredible guests that yep. we've, we've we've had on. But it's now time to sort of make that commitment. It's interesting. I said to you um, during the week, Rick. I was talking about, you know, so much going on in the headspace. Yep. It's just your mind just boggles, particularly after, you know, some of the people that we've spoken yes. to. And it's just incredible. And, you know, we're, we're sponges and we've, we've been taking in so much and Absolutely. sort of a, how, do, how does that fit into our lives? Yep. It's interesting, I think, and what would you say to this? It's like there's so much going on in the head and in the mind. It's actually time to then just transfer that into the heart. What's really going on into the heart so and this gets back to your purpose and, and, and delivering on, on being true to yourself and that beautiful word called authentic, Yep. Um, you know, authenticity of, of oneself. What would you say about that? I think I really wholeheartedly agree with that because, you know, we've talked about focus going into what is it that I want to, you know, do in my life that's going to serve me, what's going to meet my biggest, you know, life purpose, whatever that may be. And so if I'm coaching people who have got a lot going on in their head, the first thing I tell them to do is get it down on paper because you can't solve any real challenge or you can't launch anything really from your head. If we want to build a, an amazing home and we went to our local council and say, you know, I want planning approval to start building a house, the first thing I'm going to ask us for Pete is a plan. Now you can say, well, sorry, right. I can see it in my head very clearly. I know what it looks like. I've got an understanding of how tall it is, how big it is, the you know, how many bedrooms. They're gonna say we, we appreciate that, but we need the plan to see what that looks like so to make sure that you're actually on track and we can actually help you through that process. So I coach people to get it down on paper and then what I find happens is what they thought was a really good idea in their head, Pete, when they put it down on paper, they go Actually, now that I look at it, there, it's probably not that important, and that's where you know you really start to find a bit of clarity through a prism that says, of the three or four things I've written down, there's one or two that are absolute must that I've got to get by the end of 2019, or you know by the end of 2020, or whenever the period is. In Shannon's case, by the end of the next decade, yeah. um, so that it's important to get them then to start giving credence to what these ideas are. That roadmap, that that vision. Uh, that five to ten year plan it's just so important isn't yeah, it, it? Is. it's like that it's that magnetic field it's that gravitational pull isn't it yeah that's going to actually drive you there so you know what you need to be doing on a day-to-day basis in order to in order to get there and it's that classic be do have versus have do be yep. isn't it who do you need to be today and what do you need to be doing in order to have those things mm. in, in five or ten years and that pull is just so incredibly Incredibly powerful, isn't it? It is. And I talk about the macro and micro. So those 10-year, 20-year, you know, 15-year, 5-year even, they're very macro in the sense of they're going to pull me in that direction. Yeah. But just like doing a U-turn with the Queen Mary, you can't change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction that quickly. So we need a lot of micro stuff too, which I think I really want to – stress to our listeners today that part of the reason for putting these things down in paper is you know what could we do by the end of july that gets us more in alignment with where we want to end up in july 2020 2025 yeah absolutely well tina Fay said you can't be that kid standing at the top of the water slide <laughs> overthinking it you've got to jump down the chute <laughs> exactly so when it comes to the the mid-year check-in we've got to have a look at the key areas of life so it'd be great to sort of jot down now on a piece of paper you know energy health fitness relationships career finances and maybe rate yourself on, on, on a zero to 10. Yeah. How are you doing in all these areas? What's so, your current reality in those areas? Exactly right. And then look at the desired reality and, and, 
and and what do we need to do? And you're only looking for sort of one or two key things in areas, aren't you? And some of those areas might be fine. They, they, they might not be um, absolutely in the next one, two or three months. So focus on the things that you want to focus on in the next quarter. I always like, Rick, having a quarterly theme. Yep. Um, so so what's what's the one or two key areas that this quarter I'm absolutely going to nail? Yep. And, uh, you know, it's really important to understand the power of those themes too because they then give you some emotional connection to the aspiration and the current reality. Yep. And if the goal is to bridge the gap, what are we going to do it with? I think a theme or a topic is a great way of, uh, of doing it. So let's talk about health. Like, you know, we've had so many great interviews with so many amazing people. And the one thing that I always get the constant feedback with is that they go, you know, people tell me, Gee, he or she sounded really switched on. Really, what they're what they're giving us a rating on is the energy of the person that we're bringing to the actual you know microphone. But it's not so much that they're off their head on Red Bull. It's even someone like Shanna, someone like Graham Alford, very calm, very wise, but very powerful, but very clear on what they were trying to achieve and very focused around that. So health is everything. Energy is everything. If without that, we've got nothing. So what does that look like with our current reality? Uh, is there a gap between where we are and where we want to get to? And more importantly, not what are we going to do to fix that up is why do we want to make that improvement? Because if you don't have enough reasons, you won't find enough answers. Yeah. And then relationships is a biggie as well as your relationship with your wife, your husband, your significant other, um, your children, your family, siblings, whatever it may be. Is what, are the, what are the key things that you need to be sort of doing there? And it might be just a, a Sunday lunch get together or yeah. it might be just a, um, a date night. Um, with your partner or, or whatever that may be. So there might be just some some little things that you need to sort of incorporate right there. It's interesting, you know, I, I was I was writing this down in, in my journal the other day and about about reset. I don't know, I just love that word reset. And in yep. fact when if you've heard um, those who have heard me speak, I, I've got this slide with a big reset button. Um, because it, it now is a great time. Right, reset, bang, reload, let's go again. And by resetting, uh, say in a in a um in a relationship sort of point of view, to reset to mean means to 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 now okay I need to reconnect okay so get your favourite outfit get your favourite person um, go to your favourite restaurant get your favourite drink get your favourite meal and go and see your favourite movie just have a night of favourites yeah, yeah you yeah. know and that may be just a beautiful way a nice impetus to just to to kick things off that reset that reconnection and let's go again well a great case in point on that Pete I coach a guy who uh, I won't give away his name and it's not me so I'm <laughs> not going to sort of put it through the prism of a third party but he said to me you know mate I'm just really struggling at this time of the year it's really cold um, you know struggling to get out of bed I'm going okay talk me through that now this is interesting Pete because he actually works in let's just call it Early Beach not a bad place to be in winter in Australia I would have thought uh, be a little bit warmer in Early Beach getting up than it is in Melbourne but one of the things that we come up with a strategy to help him sort of beat that procrastination is he sleeps with his iPhone as his alarm clock so I said instead of having it by the bedside table we can just reach it from your bed put it on the other end of the room where you've got to get up to turn off the alarm yeah first of all they'll get you up why don't you actually have your runners parked right where you sort of you know you've got to stop the alarm there that'll get you sort of into your shoes and moving if you really want to be sort of great about it, why don't you go to sleep in maybe a pair of shorts and a tank top where you actually all you've got to do is get off the bed, get over, turn off the alarm, put on your shoes and you're already in, I guess, exercise workout sort of mode. It's, it seems to be fairly normal. And what you were just saying is in terms of a relationship hack with that, is where did you love to go? And and I actually asked him this too. I said, you know, what do you love to do? He goes, oh, I love to be with Beck and I love to do this. When you say you love to do it, what is it specifically? He started describing all those things you just said. Yep. Their favourite restaurant, blah, blah, blah. Okay, when was the last time you did that? He goes, 
think it was 2017, might be 2018, I can't remember. I'm thinking, well, when would now be a good time yeah. to sort of fix that up? It'd be like now, wouldn't it? So you're spot on with the reset. So we've identified something you do with your health regime. Maybe if you are waking up to an alarm clock, get the alarm clock away from you. So to stop the annoying you know, buzz, you've got to get out of bed. Maybe make it very easy for your body to get into that mode of movement by having you know your, your pair of runners or you know a, a track suit or something sort of right nearby that spot as well. And then you're almost compelled to get going from there and i love your, your your sort of uh your relationship sort of hack there about sort of remind yourself of a time when you're really truly happy have a look at when the last time you did it good news is if you know your favorite restaurant you know your favorite meal you know that's probably not going to change <laughs> so it's not like you're going to look for new information yeah and that gets back to that do we need informing of something new or do we need reminding of something that served us really, really well in the past and we stopped doing it and we don't know why? Yeah. That's where I think developing your own playbook, I think, is an important thing as well. Great point. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got to stop doing dumb stuff. You know, develop that playbook of, you know, what what is it that juices you? What is it that, first and foremost, what is it you're passionate about? Okay, what are you passionate yep. about? That's That's got to be right yep. there. That's the single thing that drives you, it chooses you, it warms the heart and away we go. Yep. We get caught in our own internal dialogue in our minds and forget about what the heart's truly saying. Mm. Um, so we try to fill the void um, and to stop us thinking about things we don't want to think about. So we actually try to fill the void with everything that we possibly can. And the noise is 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 just tremendous. Then the, the other thing here in, in this playbook is, is what are you grateful for? Mm. Mm. Okay, because and I and I love this thought that when you are in a moment of gratitude, you can't be anything else. No. You can't be um, angry. Uh, you you can't be jealous. You can't be um, frustrated. You can't be frustrated. Yeah. You can't be any of these things in that moment of gratitude. Mm. Now, there's not one single, um, let's just say, a personal development you know coach or, or or guru out there that doesn't talk about the single most important thing is being grateful yeah that's yeah, grateful yeah. five things in the morning grateful five things in the evening and what's terrific is even i'm just seeing this at, at, at um my daughter's school is they're journaling and they're they're writing down things they're grateful for i don't remember doing that nah. at school and not. um and this is the sort of th- stuff that they're incorporating in but it's also our our job as parents as well um or if you don't have kids as aunties or uncles or, or whatever it may be is to um is to really just recognise just the importance of um of, of, of that awareness and, and and gratitude for things around you. Well, I think one of our former guests on the uh, Great Voices of Value podcast, Sharon Trivatsa, would love that sort of concept, Pete, because he's very much into his playbook, as he calls it. And episode nineteen for those who are wanting to you know maybe go back and just absolutely revisit an, an amazing interview. And I also love Paul McGee's sort of you know his four quadrants of what gives him that sort of you know great sort of fulfilment in life in terms of that nature too so there's two really good episodes to go back and really reinforce those two points on making sure that you are finding things that give you gratitude when you've got gratitude you have wealth beyond counting it's something that money can't give you sometimes realistically just to reflect on those things it doesn't cost anything either to go back and say what am i really truly grateful for and it's a, it's a great exercise to do mm. the other thing it'd probably be a good thing to do now and I don't know. There's there's many people that I associate with that do this, but but a vision board, yeah, uh, and that's that's the things that the things that really resonate with you, and it's about creating that environment. We spoke about v- environments, creating space, and so forth, clearing out the distractions, getting somewhere that inspires you, and 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 doing that and and laying stuff out. And when you see a magazine or whatever it is, you see an article, you see a quote. 
whatever it is. You know, my quote, you know, as you know, Rick, is above my um, desk yep. at home is simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Yep. I'm always trying to look for the hacks that break things down yep. so in bite-sized chunks. So um, so what what are these things that – and what are the things you've potentially potentially heard on this podcast or, or other podcasts or other meetings and training sessions that you've been at? Get them up around you and you know, just, just immerse yourself mm. in, um, in, in things that make you feel good and inspire you and get the, get the heart truly, truly humming. Yeah, capture those ideas, capture those things that sort of you know, speak to you and, and make sure that you're seeing them regularly because what we know with that is it just reinforces that you're on the right path and you, you, you are satisfying your big why, whatever that looks like. And it's got to be about you. You know, Mark Twain said, comparison is the death of joy. Yep. <laughs> and isn't, isn't that funny that we do compare ourselves and, you know, we've spoken a fair bit about Haven't social we? media and the in- next Instagram yep. post or Facebook post or whatever it may be. But and, and then we compare and then we suddenly, you just feel a bit off and you go, oh, what do I feel off? It's because you've just seen something when you've had this FOMO, potentially fear of missing out or yep. – um, maybe a, a hint of jealousy sort of crept in and so forth. And then well, we start to compare, gee, they're looking, they're looking a lot thinner or they're looking a lot happier or whatever it may be, but we don't know if it's the edited version of them. Exactly. But we're just quick to sort of compare. Yep. And that really is the death of joy, isn't it? It is. And so, again, without we love to go forward on this program, but we have really can't sort of lose sight of the wonderful learnings we've had from people like Nick Brax and Wayne Schwass and talking about how it was their sort of ability to look at someone else be envious that kind of created that challenge for them and so yeah when I see someone doing very very well I don't look and go well for them to do well I've had to do poorly I look at it that yeah if it's possible for them it's possible for me too it's just a question of do I really want that in my life is that yep. how I want to travel do I want to be 1a do I as opposed to 49j next to the toilets and the mm. you know the bad catering I, I don't know that um, we can give anyone other than you know the the best we know to help people find the best versions of themselves. And part of that is, as you say, making sure this fits in with who I am as a person, not I'm trying to be the next Peter Kakos. Well, it's a good time to say that the world needs you and you need to show up to your own life. Mm. So this is this is absolutely about you. Rick, we're, we're, we're so passionate about what we do yep. here at Voices of Value and there's not one uh, guest that we've had on and it's been about money or it's been about objects. Funny about that. Yeah. And Ariana um, Huffington from the Huffington Post you know, she said, when life is about money and objects, it's like a it's like a two-legged stool. Eventually, you're going to tip over. You're going to get out of balance. So it's that missing piece. It's that third leg. And that third leg is the health and the well-being um, leg, I believe. And it's essential for, for stability. It, it's essential for longevity. Yep. Essential for all these things. And that's why I, I love what we do and, and, and we'll continue to do that and deliver yep. that. Yeah, absolutely, because it's got to nurture more than just the account, the bank account. It's got to nurture more than just the how am I going to look in a social media post. It's got to nurture your soul, and it's got to you know tick the boxes of the big whys. So, you know, everyone I speak to at the moment, they're struggling to get through maybe what is a challenging time in their career or a challenging time in their life or just it's winter in the Southern Hemisphere. You know, so they're coming up with all these reasons to be a little bit, not going to say depressed, but, you know, they've got some great excuses not to be performing well. But my view or my 
I can sit of you with that is is that uh, as I think it was Shannon who said, you know, now is a great time to be sort of reflecting on all these things. It's the time to be internalized towards us. Yeah, and it's good to. I just want a, a shout out to those over in Europe right now who yeah, have, in the who have unplugged and <laughs> yeah. um, maybe watching some cricket there in uh, England or yeah. or whatever you're doing over there. I hope you're enjoying it and, and listening to us on some beautiful beach. Yes. Maybe even sipping a cocktail. Yeah. Um, but hey, it's uh, it's great wherever you are and whatever you know whatever your climate is. It, I was looking at five life questions um, the other day. And, and particularly, and we've already touched on a little bit already about what's your purpose, you know, but the first one was what is your purpose and why are you here? The second one was you know, what are your God-given natural talents? So what yep. are your natural talents? It's good to actually, what are you, what are you actually good at? Yep. Um, too much, often we focus on the things that we're not good at mm. um, and, and, and not focus enough on, on the things that we are. And how do we go from good to great? Yep. You know, the things we're already good at, how do we actually really excel even further in that? What are the values, I think, and I had this conversation with someone the other day, is if you're really clear on your values, then you become really clear in the decisions you make in yep. life. Yeah. Well, when your values are clear, decisions are easy to make. So mm. if someone said, look, um, you know, I'll, agree, I'll do business with you, let's go and sort of consummate this over a, uh, you know, a line of cocaine. You mm. go, well, actually, no, I'm not going to do that because I, I don't do drugs. I know what I value. Yep. I want your business, but I'm not prepared to pay that price. What is the line? What is the line in the sand where you'll go, I'm not going to compromise my values to sort of, you know, maybe progress forward with somebody? And that's getting very clear on who you are as a person, what you truly value. And therefore, once you've got that very clear it's your true north isn't it in yeah. terms of a couple of sense you know how to get back on track that's a great one true north great book too um so so what is it that matters to you the most the fourth one was rick was something that i resonate with and i want to i want to just touch on this and get your feedback on this yeah and and, to, and for the listeners to think about this so it's 20 years from now yes how is the world going to be experiencing you that is a great question and, um, you know, I think I said this uh, in previous episodes. In fact, I know I have, you know, in 20 years' time, I know I'm going to be a grandfather. So, mm. you know, I want to be the funky granddad who's got all, all the answers and, you know, I, I want my grandchildren and, you know, maybe even in 20 years' time, who knows uh, where I'll be in terms of life. But uh, I know wherever I am, I'm going to show up trying to be the best version of me to be ready to go if they kind of need wise counsel. And I, I, I love that aspect from the China culture of you know what they do with their you know elders elders are the most respected and revered people in the family unit because they've typically seen hardship they've typically seen abundance and all points in between and they've typically got a game plan about how to get out of difficulty and into opportunity and yeah. i love that ability to be ready for that so i've often talked about now my wife if she's listening to this will so she's not ready any way shape or form to be a grandmother <laughs> but i actually am i'm preparing myself to be that sort of voice of wisdom within our family unit and and so it's a little bit selfish of me potentially, but that's keeping me sharp, I've got to tell you, because I'm mm. trying to stay all over. You talked about earlier about, you know, being high tech. I know I'm I'm kind of, uh, you know, not very high tech, but I'm trying to keep up with all the things that are going on. That's why I love, you know, our interview with Steve Samartino and he's talking about what, what a yeah, future house incredible. looks like and mm. – you know, so for me, I'm 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 enjoying the learnings just doing these podcasts each week because it's something that's a focus. So you yep. know, I'm preparing for it and I'm getting ready for it and I'm trying to add value to it. But more importantly, I'm just loving getting the information that's going to help me to be a little bit better. And one of those things I'm really keen to be in 20 years' time is 
a voice of reason and I see it unfortunately in too many family units where as soon as mum and dad are getting a little bit on let's try and get them to a retirement village you yeah. know which is like God's waiting room isn't it just yeah. go put them in there and go to a funeral home and wait what's that all about like you know I just love that the Asian philosophy of let's just keep the elders wise and in touch and and and, and let's seek them out and because they know the question's coming these older wiser people stay sharp yeah, I, I just absolutely love that distinction. I'm closer to that age group than you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. And then this ties back into what you were just saying there, Rick, that, you know, so what? who would you be now if you're already there? And and that comes back to that, then links back. That's that's, that's the it. that's the loop back to the be do have. Yep. Who do you need to be today in order to have that in twenty years time? Yep. And I think that is the um, that is the that is the key question. So there's two things I'll say to this: is you've got to look inward more. Yeah. Okay. You've got to go within, find out what what your heart's truly saying, and start to do things that that they're in line with your your values. Yep. And they'll help you to realize your your true vision. Mm. The other thing I'll say here is about we need to make more commitments, not decisions. Yeah. Commit to doing something, yep. not just say, yeah, oh, yeah, you know what, that's something I'm going to do. You hear that? That's going to yeah, do. Yeah, and, um, I'm interested in yeah, that. Yeah. All that sort of thing. So it's a decision. Yep. This is this is what I'm going to do as opposed to I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm living it. Yep. I'm doing it. This is who I am. And that's why I was talking about earlier, mate, about getting out of to-do lists and living out of your calendar. And if it goes in your calendar, it's an outcome you want, not an activity. So to-do yep. lists to me are activities. Uh, calendars are outcomes and you know if I had 12 things to do on my to-do list went home and knowing I'd done 11 um, would I be disappointed I did the 11 and not the 12th answer possibly but if I had three distinct outcomes professionally personally and you know maybe for my performance in terms of you know professionally speaking or personally speaking in, in join those dots anywhere you like but if I had those three things to live out of my calendar in and I went home and did them and I didn't do another eight or nine things on my to-do list, I'd be okay with that because if I'm measuring my day by outcomes, I'm going to feel content. Mm, that's brilliant. The starting to sort of wind up and 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 this podcast is going to be a, a little bit more to what we said at the start is to make a little bit more commute time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a bit more realistic but hopefully um, and I've got no doubt that the, the, the listeners would be grabbing things now that resonate with you and take them away. And it's interesting particularly since we started doing this Rick and the just the the abundance of information and insights, um, the hacks that, that that has been shared have been tremendous. Yeah, my journal has never been fo- yeah. so full of um, of information. It's right in front of me right now, as it, it is. always is. Yep. And um, but you know our job, I believe, is to collect good ideas. Absolutely. And uh, and and the more good ideas that that we collect, the more we can be we can choose to be influenced by mm. and and this is where it comes back to making sure and, I, and i'm incredibly fortunate and, and grateful to have someone like you who <laughs> i speak to daily um probably three to four times daily but, <laughs> but let's just say daily but it, it's so important isn't it the people that you surround yourself with and you surround yourself with some some amazing people as as well um and that's from from a business sense from yep. a sporting sense yep. as well yep. is talk to me Rick, from your point of view, the importance to surround yourself with these types of people. Oh, I just I'm very big on you know open to where the learning can come from, 
And so, you know, I'm very big on, um, you know, the old saying was your life five years from now will be dictated by the people you surround yourself with and the books you read. So I'm, you know, I'm not reading as many books as I am now listening to. So I'm listening to a lot of audio books. My, you know, they're always timed at one and a half times. So the author sounds a little bit like a chipmunk, but I'm getting the information quicker. Because, <laughs> you know, if it's a 10-hour book and I can read it in five, I've just maximized my, my you know, output and uh, my opportunities to sort of, you know, dedicate more time elsewhere. So, you know, the 144 minutes in a day, it's, it's let's try and maximise them. You know, 168 hours in the week, let's try and maximise those. So, um, but I'm really just excited by the fact that in the olden days, Pete, I'd go to some personal development icon to get the learnings from. Now I'm actually learning from, you know, people like in this building here where, you know, where we catch up once a week and I'm around a very detailed analytical young lady. Let's just call her that because I don't want to, you know, sort of embarrass her on this podcast. But... You know, just having to do a little project with her over the last week and a bit, I'm watching how she absolutely ticks all the boxes mm. and, in fact, does things that I'm thinking I'm comfortable knowing that she's controlling this project because I've just watched her eye for detail and I probably don't have it. In fact, I know I don't have it. So now I'm open to the learning and I just saw something she did that makes me think I could bring that into my life. So I'm open to the learning and it doesn't have to be someone who's climbed Everest. Someone who knows how to take the first step might be someone who's just as important as someone who's reached the final step of the summit. So, you know, I'm open to the learning who that is, what that looks like, but I'm, you know, you know me, mate, I'm very passionate about elite sport. Mm. So, you know, when I'm getting around elite operatives in that area, I'm just trying to look at what they're doing. You know what? They're not doing anything too different to what this former sort of example I was giving, this young lady who works out of this building here. They're just very clear on what they're doing. They know why they're doing it. They understand the process and they absolutely have three things that unite them all. Number one, very clear focus on what they're doing at that moment in time. So they're really focused in on the actual task at hand. The second thing is they're giving themselves some accountability to tick off to make sure they're progressing through the task. And the third thing that which I, I tend to sort of think that I, I love is I can see the smile on her face when she's ticking the right boxes yeah. and getting feedback from me. So I think your point that you started off with is very valid. It's time to give ourselves feedback on how are we tracking at the minute. And, you know, I don't think it's ever as good as it sounds like and it's never as bad as it might be appearing in, on paper or on social media either. Somewhere in between all that's the reality. So, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with what I've got while I'm searching for what I want. And so I'll, I'll, I'll find learning from anywhere that's going to provide it to me, Pete, whether it be a podcast, an audio book, a real book, a quote on the internet, uh, getting in a, a team debrief as I was yesterday with an elite sports organisation, um, you know, it's interesting. If you have that sort of focus, uh, you find it everywhere, don't you, the mm, learnings? Absolutely. It's been it's been incredible to have a glimpse into people's lives. Yep. But again, it gets back to this comparison being the death of joy, though. I mean, the yes. last thing we want to do is compare. We just want to take out the, the, the parts that resonate with you to sort of – to just to, for the tweaks, the hones, improvements of one's life – and then, you know, because there's going to be some filters that you've got to automatically have on. And for some, it's about removing those filters. Mm, mm. Um, for others, it's about putting more filters on and, and create potentially creating boundaries around that. But but ultimately, though, for me, Rick, it, it's about am I being a good person and, and, and am I doing the best I can? Yeah. Because that's – no one else could is in charge of that. That's, no. that's, that's my responsibility that I, would, I need to do. 
Um, and and this is the time of year where we where we get to reflect on that. So what can people be doing now as we wrap up, Pete? Today, right now, stop the tape, <laughs> stop the <laughs> recording, stop the tape. <laughs> I'm very analog. Stop yeah. the recording and yeah. get your journal and go to your place wherever that is, whether that be on a rock or at a beach or overlooking a nice view or just in a quiet spot in your house or in your office. Where somewhere you can go right now? What would be the things you'd be absolutely concentrating on to make sure that 2019 finishes strong that you're absolutely seeing yourself up for 2025 2030 and so on and so forth what would you be suggesting that people do i'd be first of all i'd be sitting down and say what 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 have been the wins what have been the wins what are the things i've been doing well so i want to go straight to the the positive reinforcement of 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 what's worked well can i just say don't just filter over that that's a bloody great point because it gives you a reference point for yeah i have been successful in certain areas so what was i doing how was i acting who was i who was i in those moments and so let's just replicate more of that so yep notify your wins well done yep and then, then you come down to the losses and say okay so what 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 didn't go so well yep. um because that's going to immediately direct you towards the lessons learned and that's ultimately what what you want to do so once you've got your wins then you've got your your losses, and then from from that filters through to the lessons learned. Then you can actually get to put it all together again. So the yeah. puzzle gets to, and what what other pieces of the puzzle, if you like. So gathering information, and and, and as you know, Rick, I have a reading file, so I, I read very little during the week, yep. and I put it in a file, and I, I do all that on a Friday. Yeah, um, that's because I don't want to get bogged down with lengthy emails or. Um, things that are really important to me, but I, I'd prefer to do them at the end of the week. So that's the sort of thing. And then I'll, I'll have a um, another folder, which will be you know a bit of a planning sort of a folder. So at the end of every month, I'll just lay it out. I'll grab a, I get a, um, a table and just spread everything out and say, radio, what are the piles? What are the chunks that I need to do? Where are the elements? So this is, um, so you know, in the real estate sense, I say, okay, well, this is my listing stuff. This is my um, client nurture stuff. This is my prospecting. This is my you know, the teachings for that. Yeah. Um, so and structured. Not, and so stru- really structured. Yeah, very structured. Yep. So I, I like to think of things as buckets. Yeah. Um, so what's the bucket? So this is my my family bucket. What do I need to do? Um, and at the moment, the interesting part about isn't it funny with tax time um, June thirty coming around, you know, <laughs> miraculously this weekend. Yeah, it's miraculously your finances become so important, yeah, don't yeah, they? It does. Where did this go? What had happened? Yeah. What that be? So, but if we did it, and and this has been a major shift for me this year, is to sit down for twenty minutes at the end of the month, as opposed to you know three hours of absolute pain at the end of a quarter or or, or you know or a day of absolute frustration at the end of the year it's just the little bite-sized chunks that um that well and truly do it so that's where i so the buckets are really important for me and start to sort of map out where it is that i want to do and then i from that i start to have a look at the big projects so what are the big projects that i need to do I love it. I think that gives you a really strong structure around that. And when you say, you know, where's your wins and where's your losses, I, I look at that and go, and and I have it fairly digital. So like as I'm sort of you know explaining this, I I, I had a few things that I had to do. Uh, there's, uh, you know, in, I have them on my phone, on my iPhone. That's in just, your notes section. There, yeah, it's just in notes, and it's yep. just in routines and what I was trying to do and how I'm how I'm sort of doing a few things and and, and what's going on there and tick them all off. And I can see the wins. I can see that where I've yet to sort of get where I need to get. 
get to. Yeah. So there's a gap there. But and I've also had some things which didn't go that well. But mm. I'm looking. I don't call them a loss. I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with calling wins and losses. I just call them experiences. So yeah. experience is what you get when you don't get the result you wanted. So yeah. I, I I didn't get. The, but what have I learned from that? And maybe what I've learned is ultimately probably really wasn't that important to me. If it was important, I might have found a way to make that work. But, yeah. you know, we all have to sort of, as you say, get in touch with who we are as an individual and make sure that we've got that sort of working the way we want it to work. But, you know, for me personally, I think, you know, giving people things to do in the way that we're doing it in this episode is really where the rubber hits the road. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I just um, – and, and something, it's, this is really a, a message to self uh, as well, is I, I do want to get more um, – more impact on a daily basis for yep. me as opposed to a, uh, a weekly or a monthly. And what I mean by that is, you know, I always say, you know, the, the faintest pencil is more <laughs> powerful than the greatest memory, Albert Einstein. So every day, and we spoke about gratitude before, and I know yep. you and I have got the same yep. new journal. I haven't opened my new one yet, um, the Brendan Bouchard one. Yep. But it certainly does talk about the the wins yep. of a particular day, doesn't it? And the things that actually what, what really worked today or what were some of the learnings what today. Learnings, yeah. And I just think if if you do that on a daily basis, you've got 365 times the minimum of one win a day. Yeah, there's got to be a win a day. Absolutely, minimum of 365. It could be somewhere in the order of one to two or three thousand, you know, sort of wins right there. So I think on a daily basis on reflection is my big thing for the yep. next six months is yep. is to reflect more daily. Yeah. Uh, then say, okay, I'll get to this at the end of the week or whatever it may be, is to take that – it's only 10 or 15 minutes. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be that sort of detailed a journal, which you and I both have. Mine was a gift, funnily enough, from a subscriber to the show who just uh, wanted to send me something to say thank you and uh, is also a coaching client, so that probably helps a little bit too, but there will be no discount on the coaching fee coming this month. But <laughs> um, but I think, Pete, the, the key message there is you can just go to Officeworks and get a, a journal. It's probably going to cost you – you can get it from a local supermarket, I reckon. Just But the power of actually taking concepts out of your brain – again, Sharon Trivatsa has a great saying he says fear doesn't belong on paper so things that might be struggling in your, your mind with an idea or a concept or you think you're stuck or you think you're in sort of a procrastination mode just get it out on paper and if anything happens once you get it out on paper there's no room for fear in that you just start finding the solution and you know Jim Rohn used to always talk about the power of taking something from your mind and putting it down on paper it's easier to solve when it's out of your brain and on paper and you know and he, he would then say the solution is just two or three questions away and you know two or three people to ask the question of away as well yeah that's brilliant so hopefully and rick and can you just give us one closing thought um just to take away june 30 end of this week um end of the financial year fin year 20 is about to start yep i think yeah well my my driving belief is is that you know time is more important than money and it's a very you know, monetary time to think about, you know, 30th of June. I've been talking to people about momentum and money. So if you get the momentum right, the money takes care of itself. And this time of the year is really where we should be focused in on creating things that are going to finalise our accounts. They're done for 20, you know, 19, 20 fin year. But now it's time to start thinking about what do I really want to get from the balance of the calendar year? What do I want to get out of 2020 in terms of going forward? So I'm very much of the belief that you can always get more money very rarely can you get more time so make sure that you're actually getting outcomes out of your day more than just activities if you measure your day by activities you'll tick off a lot of things and feel no real fulfillment you know make sure you're getting some key outcomes each day as you say narrow it down to each day Mm. then you'll find more things to be grateful for the more things you're grateful for the more 
joy you feel, the greater dopamine hit your brain gets and the more you start thinking, yeah, I can get up early in the morning, I can go for a run or a walk or I can hit the treadmill and I can actually start my day with momentum. So momentum leads to money, I think. Knowing why you're doing what you're doing is important too and most importantly, if you live out of your head and get it out onto paper as you've been talking about pete all the way through this you can reset yourself to make sure that you have not just replugged back into you know normal routine but you're replugging in with a a more high operating system than you probably had before and that's what i'm looking forward to we've got some amazing people lined up for interviews over the over the coming weeks and the episodes that we're about to sort of share with our listeners right throughout july and into august as we lead into spring um I, i'm excited i can't wait to actually hear what i've got to say in those interviews but uh, <laughs> can't wait to hear what they what our people have got to say more importantly so again les we always ask if you're finding value in this particular sort of uh, podcast please make sure that you're sharing it with your teams your networks the people that you deal with on a day-to-day basis you know don't be afraid to rate us we'll, we'll, we'll take all feedback positive and negative but uh, yeah we're all about trying to get a little bit better and uh, this is a reset opportunity for us as, as we've done with our podcast over the last week so last tip take that walk spread that table out with all the information you need to piece together a great um, second half to 2019 Write more, read more, become more. See you next time. We trust you enjoyed listening to Voices of Value, a shared conversation between Rick Rushton and Peter Kakos. Their views are not necessarily those of the wider world, but they should be. If you're keen to enhance the quality of your life even further in the future, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or your preferred podcast source. Our website is voicesofvaluepodcast.com, and we welcome both your feedback and ratings on the content we provide. Join the conversation again next week when Peter and Rick continue the search for truth, justice, and the value-added way.